Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Roadmap, the podcast covering best practices and trending topics every auto finance professional should pay attention to. I'm Nicole Casperson, Associate Editor of Auto Finance News, and your host for this podcast, presented by Auto Finance Excellence through the generous support of Pfizer. Today, we will discuss unconscious bias in the lending space. Joining us is Reggie Willis, Director of Diversity and Inclusion for Ally Financial. How are you doing today, Reggie? I'm great and excited about being here, so thank you for the invitation. Great. Happy to have you with us. Before we begin, could you briefly define unconscious bias? Sure. Um, so when you think about unconscious bias, obviously when people uh, hear the word unconscious bias, they're a little hesitant because it's unconscious, right? You don't think about it. But it's really it's, it's about kind of how people view the world. It's really um, a mechanism that we use to kind of bucket the things that we process all day. We process so many pieces of information. It's really hard to not compartmentalize them somehow and make them easier to digest. So when you think about unconscious bias, it's, it's more about the way you view things and kind of how your past experiences have created the, the lens into which you view things moving forward. Um, some people call them stereotypes, some people call them categorization, but it's really about how you view and interpret the things that take place in your life on a daily basis, typically around um, categories that you can bucket, right? Race, gender, um, social economic status, um, uh, gender uh, uh, representation. So things that you kind of have to deal with in mass, and you, you break it into, into chunks to allow you to kind of process it. Mm-hmm. Unconscious bias seems to be tricky since it's triggered without our knowledge. How can auto industry professionals guard against it? So that's a great question. And I think like everybody else, um, a lot of it is awareness in trying to educate yourself, expose yourself to things that are different than maybe the way you've experienced them growing up, um, and also challenging your thought process. So one of the things that that I do, because um, like everyone, I have unconscious bias as well, um, it's a matter of um, just testing um, situation by situation some of the things that you might be thinking about. So, for instance, um, a lot of times um, I use this example. My wife tends to give me great advice. Um, Unfortunately, I see it as nagging. So one of the things that I do every time she gives me a piece of advice is I, I say if my father was to give me that piece of advice or my daughter was to give me that piece of advice, how would I interpret that piece of advice? Would it be something that I saw as valuable, as thoughtful, as meaningful? So again, it's, it's a matter of one, kind of having an awareness of maybe some things you have a bias towards or, and testing that out over time by um, you know, putting different people in those scenarios as well as um, you know, just putting yourself around people that are different than you that will challenge your thought process. Mm-hmm. And what opportunities are missed when professionals aren't aware of their unconscious bias? Yeah, I think the opportunities are, are the value of different perspectives because a lot of times your biases tend to put you in situations of comfort or similarity. So when you do that, you lose the opportunity of diverse perspectives, diverse opinions, um, and thought processes, which ultimately um, don't necessarily provide the best outcome for your customers, especially if your customers aren't exactly like you. So it's, it's really about making sure you try to expose yourself to things that you may not necessarily um, be comfortable with or that you're constantly exposed to on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. 
And how can auto lenders work to avoid having their unconscious bias trickle in when approving a customer for a loan? Yeah, sure. I think that the, one of the best things that um, most auto companies do and lenders do is that they have um, criteria, right? And that criteria does is, is typically agnostic, so it does not um, take into account um, any particular race or gender. or um, So all of the criteria is based on that individual's ability to repay the loan. So as long as they stick to the rules and the regulations that they already have in place, and kind of make sure that they apply those um, consistently, depend, no matter who the customer is. They've, they've put those mechanisms in place to make sure that um, each customer is treated fairly and that each customer gets equal opportunity to the, the best products that they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And what are some tips and tools Ally uses to create awareness to help employees navigate if unconscious bias might be guiding their decision-making process? Yeah, we, that's a, another great question. We've actually just put in um, a fairly decent amount of training around unconscious bias. And as I mentioned earlier, it's really about awareness. So creating that awareness for our, our um, employees and allowing them to understand that it's not a bad thing to have unconscious bias, that we all have unconscious bias. It's really about how you allow those biases to influence your decision-making process so, for instance, some of the things that we do is we make sure that in our hiring practices, for instance, that we've got um, a diverse group of candidates that apply for the role, so we make sure that we have diversity there. But then we also make sure that we have a diverse group of managers interviewing that candidate to kind of guard against those unconscious biases that may be at play. And we also make sure that um, we, we have a consistent process in place around how we interview candidates. So to make sure that uh, each candidate gets a similar experience to kind of uh, alleviate some of those potential unconscious biases that may be at play for those individual managers. So it's really about two things. One, um, putting some things systemically in place that guard against it, as well as creating the awareness for the individuals so they can be thoughtful about it in the moment while they're going through you know, their daily activities. How can dealers navigate the challenges of unconscious bias? I think similarly um, to the way we do it here at Ally, so put some routines in place that allow for um, you know the members of your teams to have um, exposure to a broad base. Obviously, as a dealer, you're going to get you know every walk of life, hopefully on your dealership floors and you know out on your lots to to potentially buy your products. So making sure that um, one, you've got that same representation, hopefully, in your staff, so making sure that you've got diversity in your staff. And then, um, you know, as, as heads of dealerships, taking the opportunity to get to know those people and understand their stories so you can be exposed to, um, you know, all of the differences that they bring to bear. And a lot of times that in and of itself makes you more aware of your thought processes and can potentially expose some unconscious biases that you may not have known that you've had. Um, and just continue to Keep yourself open-minded and, and challenging yourself as you make decisions um, and, and question yourself if you continue to see some patterns evolve. Uh, say, hey, you know, are, are these patterns um, an output of a potential unconscious bias? And making sure you continue to just be open to that thought process, I think, is the best way to guard against it. Um, easier said than done because a lot of times, again, we get into our daily routines and it's uh, it's hard to 
give yourself that space and that time to, to think about something like unconscious bias. But I think in the long run, if you can start to uh, continue to keep your mind open to the possibilities and bringing in that diversity of thought um, from an employee base, you're going to be able to serve the full suite of your customers in a much more authentic and a much more um, holistic way that relates to them as individuals. Mm-hmm. And could you touch base on some of the training Ally provides around unconscious bias? Yeah, sure. So um, we've got a couple different ways that we um, we know adults learn. So a lot of it is trying to create an experience for them, and that's typically the best way you learn. Um, you can read things and you don't retain that much. You can see things and you retain a little bit more, but still not that much. So we're really trying to create an experience for um, our employees as they try to learn a little bit about unconscious bias. So we have facilitated conversations where um, a facilitator will come in in a small group setting and just discuss the topic of unconscious bias, give people examples of how it might show up, and then um, also from there provide tips and tricks around, uh, you know, how do you guard yourself against potentially uh, allowing your unconscious bias to uh, kind of maneuver you in your decision-making process. So we, we have that training. We also have an online interactive training where they can watch videos and see examples of unconscious bias and then see examples about how you can change the outcome by being aware of those unconscious biases. And then we have finally a full-day session that talks about um, building inclusive teams and that also has a module that goes into unconscious bias and just the, what, what are those impacts of unconscious bias in the hiring process in the once you've hired people in the um, selection process for projects and, and just how you um, engage people on a regular basis. So it's really about uh, giving people different ways to experience the impacts of unconscious bias and then allowing them to have tips and tricks that they can actively utilize in their workday to understand how they can guard against those um, biases potentially influencing their decision-making process. Mm-hmm. And from your perspective, how are the challenges associated with unconscious bias uh, faring today? Um, I would love to say I think they're getting better, but I think that, uh, again, as long as people have um, brains, they're going to have to deal with the fact that unconscious biases go along with that. Just because of the experiences that you have and the exposure that you, um, you know, things you've been exposed to as you've grown up, those are going to create tendencies, and those tendencies are going to um, manifest themselves in your behaviors, and a lot of times those are, um, there's bias involved in that. And, uh, you know, you couple that with um, what I would consider a polarizing um, climate in the, in the United States generally. It just kind of feeds into that. So I think um, for individuals that want to continue to keep their minds open and continue to explore, um, you know, difference, it's, it's worth taking a moment to understand where you may have unconscious bias and how you can um, potentially guard against those or at least make yourself more aware of how they could influence your decision-making process. So I think that uh, people are definitely more mindful of it. Millennials in particular um, are, are definitely thoughtful about their environment as well as kind of how they engage their environment. And I think difference and the acceptance of difference is something that they've grown up with. So it's really a matter of, of, you know, the older generations continuing to keep their minds open and continuing to learn from 
um, our millennials and the younger generations as they, you know, bring themselves into the workforce. And I think that hopefully that'll start to create um, a more mindful uh, employee base and, and allow the, you know, the rest of the group to, to be thoughtful about how they're engaging people and, and be more accepting to difference. Definitely. And you know, we'll definitely keep an eye out for more improvements in the future. Um, and that concludes our podcast today. I want to thank you for joining Reggie Willis and myself on this episode. Stay tuned to autofinanceexcellence.org for more great podcasts.